Hello and welcome to another episode of Tribe Don't Agree, where we can talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. My name is Lena. And my name is Will. And today we will be talking about uh, Boom Boonger again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Over it. <laughs> I know, I know. But at the same time, like they did just do their conference. And I'm like, you know what? Y'all did just do that. And I, mean, I did mention last time that, I mean, you know, we should probably cover it. So, I mean, you know. Yes, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that. Mm, we'll get to that in a bit. And then also, we will be talking about couples that we wish happened, you know, instead of the ones that did, you know, couples that we wish happened. You know, Valentine's Day just passed. And, you know, we're just like, instead of talking about the, the couples that we got, let's talk about the ones we didn't get. Because there's plenty of couples in, in Power Rangers that probably should have been the couple of the season and wasn't. So. I mean, and we already know that there are so many, like, couples that, like, they try to insinuate could be in the couple and then completely went the opposite direction. I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all be acting like they didn't have feelings for each other anymore? Like, I'm genuinely confused, but whatever. At least right. we can talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Because my whole thing is, I'm just like, First of all, don't try to play in our faces. Like, we are sitting here rooting for these people, and you, instead of giving us what we want, you give us what we didn't want. And it's like... Oh, my God. What? Like, absolutely what we didn't want. It's giving, like... Okay, if you guys watch The Walking Dead, you would know what I'm talking about. When they decided to compare... Like, when they decided to hook up Rick and Michonne together, Mm, was the weirdest fucking couple ever excuse my yeah. friend till this day it is the weirdest couple ever and the crazy part was like they were like oh yeah they were fan favorites fans were shipping them. i'm like where when because yeah. i did not see this ever and on top of that like they are just like they never gave couple vibes until one day out of nowhere they were on each other's like in each other's pants and I'm like girl there was never any chemistry to that level well and- I mean you don't, don't have to have that much chemistry to you know get in each other's pants I mean yeah, it could just be horny I know I agree know. with you but what I'm saying is like I think the way they're because like from what I understood they were like saying how the fans pushed them together right like the fans were shipping them and apparently the fans were seeing something that I apparently did not see <laughs> neither did I Right? So I'm like, they were giving partnership. They were giving like, I got your back, you got mine. You know, and of course, getting each other's pants, come on. It's an apocalypse. Like, shit. There's only so many people you can fuck, okay? I get that. <laughs> I'm not against the hooking up. But that's the thing, though. and I think, I think that, and this is the same thing that happens in Power Rangers, right? People see couples, or they see people, and they're like, that person needs to be a couple. You know, that person needs to be a couple. And it's like, what happened to a guy and a girl just being really good friends? Right. You know, like, right. whatever happened to that? Exactly. And that's why I'm so annoyed with this. Like, I'm sorry. I know we're not talking about The Walking Dead on the Power Rangers, but like, 
that's that's the same kind of energy I feel about some of these couples that we never got and couples that we did get. Right. Like, okay, so I agree 100%. I'm over here like, uh, some of these couples, mm, not so much. But, you know. Not, you know. And how, and also too, like, I'm wondering as well, how would the show have changed if these people actually became couples? How would the show have changed? You know? So I mean, we, we know for sure when Zoe and Nate don't get together, we know Zoe's going to make great decisions. <laughs> 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 she would not be getting captured or getting her team captured good, somewhere. Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, and I'm sorry. <laughs> This is where I blur the lines a little bit. I cannot picture Abraham being straight for the <laughs> life of me. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> oh God, you tried to kill me. Okay, we got to, we got to get into this episode because you. Lena, you tried to freaking kill me. Okay. So. Oh my gosh. I just can't. You know, it's one of those things. Do you want to Why would you say that? It's because the fact that they're pushing Zoe and like Abraham's character to be together is just like, I just can't. It's just so weird. It's so cringy. It's like I didn't hope that they didn't really uh I don't feel like they let them really do like the relationship stuff. Like they did the cute going out for a picnic in the in the uh park, but like you know, like there was no real depth to it. Yeah. And then the there was horse, no connection. Yes. They can't kiss. Ugh. There was no connection was between them nothing. two. Let's just be honest. Like, yeah, there was it nothing. was given very much like, let's just push these two together just because we want a romantic relationship. But why? Like, that's like, kind of what it felt like. Poor girl. She was literally the only girl on the team and she has to be in a relationship. Right. And my thing is, it's like you already have Blue. He had that. Um, he had his ex that he was fighting, which I thought was a very good idea. Like, I mean, let's just be clear. I stand Roxy being evil and him yep. sitting here trying to fight his ex girlfriend and trying to save her life. Like that was uh, that was such a great storyline. Yeah, I was just about to say. Wait, are they technically exes since they never actually officially broke up? Yeah, well, they. Hmm. Who's well, gonna call me? Yeah, I mean, the rules were technically, like, they can't really be together. So I guess they never really were together. Oh. But they were together, but not really. <laughs> like, I don't know how the heck you would try to explain that relationship. But right? Because, like, like, if you really think of what they were together, they should became evil. And then that was Well, they it. couldn't be together, remember? Like, they were together, but they weren't. Wait, oh yeah, that's right, because he broke up with her. Right, right, right. Because he was all like, because we're rangers now, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So, that's like, right. technically they weren't together, but they oh, were I together, see. but they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? 
but real, I forgot about that. Yeah, so it's just like, but even then, still, like, I thought that that was so that was actually a really good plot line because it's like, you know, you got this whole thing of, you know. The guy trying to get the girl back because he realized, you know what? Yeah, I fucked up. Like, I probably should have like, I mean, tried to make this work. A little too late. He realized it was like life and death, basically. You know, like he only realized that once she became evil, it wasn't like he acknowledged it right then and there. He obviously broke up with her at some point. <laughs> Well, yeah, right. It, it wasn't until like she became the villain of the the villain of the season that he yeah. actually was like, "Oh he was man, like, oh I my want god!" You back now. No, it's probably because she like extremely like accentuate from like being okay to being extremely hot because she was badass. I mean, well, I mean, it's it's Liana, like, so like, like Liana I'm, is just damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liana is bad. Like she she's pretty bad. She is. I'm like, go ahead, girl. And then she did her own stunts, too. Go ahead. I Tense. know, right? I'm actually still kind of like, cheese that she didn't get to um, she didn't get to become the next hawk girl, or was it? Yeah, Hawkeye girl? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm so cheese. No, like, what, was it? Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it Hawk? Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah. I, I would say Hawk girl, but that's a completely different character. Uh, wow. And different <laughs> that's right Kate Bishop right Kate Bishop mm-hmm. that's her name right like don't get me yes. wrong I did like um what's her name now she's the singer the one that they end up choosing I did like her but at the same time I was like I kind of wish it was Liana I'm not gonna hold you I have no idea I never watched that show she's um she's in like Transformers she's in a bunch she was in like Pitch Perfect um the second movie I think but her name is like escaping my mind right now. Haley, Haley Seinfeld, state whatever. Haley yeah. Ste- Steinfeld. I, there you go. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like I like her. I don't get me wrong. I think she's a great actress, right? Um, but it, you know, a part of me is just kind of like, man, Leon needs to get better management. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. She was petitioning so hard for that role and didn't even, didn't end up getting it. I'm like, come on, Disney, come on. Well, listen, I'm not going to hold you. Like, as much as we were petitioning for her to get it, and I really wish she did, but also, too, it's like people be looking at people with more credits and everything and stuff like that. And her compared to Haley Steinfeld, it's like, Mm, one has like a shit ton of credits and one oh, has a few. For sure. You know, so no, it's just kind of like absolutely. Uh, no, don't get me wrong, right? I guess like I guess, you know, like I mean, it kind of goes back to what night we were all talking about in our chat. Like we had we had Brandon uh McLaren where he was like a nobody, then he ended up on a movie with Chad and Tatum, like and Amanda Vines. Come on. Exactly. You know, you know? It, so and, and, and it does actually boils down to a lot of things, management included, you know, oh, it, it sure. actually does. Um, and unfortunately, it, unless you have like that kind of backing and people that can get you in those rooms like that, I mean, it is kind of hard. Yeah. And, you know, for her to just I, I honestly do feel like for her to have 
you know, that many people, like the actual fandom being like, hey, please pick her, please pick her, please pick her. Like, I'm pretty sure that did kind of put her in a position where if her name actually was the pop up in another in another circle, she would yeah. get something for sure. Yeah. You know, that's for just sure. how Hollywood works. Like yeah. they they'll no. see somebody that's really popping exactly. in and like, oh, let's let's get them, you know. Oh, for sure. And especially when like back in the day, like Brandon McClaren didn't get that kind of social media input like the way we have now, right? So yeah. yeah. But yeah, pretty like either way, going back to the fact that they were together but not together. That couple should never have been, if I'm being honest. <laughs> really? Do you think so? Yeah, I didn't like them together. I thought it was just... Really? Yeah. I didn't... I just, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I was like, no. What What? Part, what about them you didn't like? I... Other than probably Ravi. But what about them? That you didn't... <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt like the whole chemistry was off. Okay. I, okay. you know, I felt like the whole chemistry was off. It was like force, you know? And like, yeah, it was just forced. Like, I remember when I first saw them together, it, it wasn't giving, like, oh, they're cute. Like, oh, oh, I could, you know, like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm shipping this couple. Like, it was like, oh, really? Thumb two? Okay. I guess. And then I was waiting for more, and then nothing happened, right? It went from, like, he's like, yeah, we're going to break up, and then shit happened, she became evil, and then that was it. After that, he was just like, oh, I really need her back. We're trying to get her back. Even though, like, we know he wasn't really that. He wasn't pushing for it the way Hunter was pushing for Ollie to come back. Amelia, sorry. Like, the way he... I don't know. Like, I just felt like the vibe wasn't there. I... He wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. You know, it's just, it's just not there. Okay. Body, body language, too. You know, even their body language was awkward. Which is awkward. Now, I will say what I will say on the first episode, right? And this just all boils down to what I think was the performance, right? Um, when it comes down to the performance of the two actors on the very first episode, when we were introduced to both Roxy and um Ravi, I about to say Javi, that is the wrong character. Um, when we were first introduced to them, I will say Liana was giving it her all. Like she was like, the camera is on. Okay, it is time oh, for me to give a give a performance. And I just kind of feel like you had Liana just giving it her all, and Jasmine was just kind of like riding the wave. You know, it was just like hundred oh, percent. She like, was leading that scene like one hundred percent. She really, and I think that's kind of why, like, I wasn't selling, like, I wasn't buying it. I'm just like, I don't know, sir. Like, you're not, you're not selling the fact that you like her at all. If anything, right, right, boy, that like, you know, that like she's she's trying to convince you guys to stay together, and you're just kind of like, bro, I'm over it. Like, you look like he looks mm -hmm. like he had somewhere else to be. Yes. Yes. And I mean, technically, you did in, in, in the next scene, but well, that's not the point, you know, you're breaking up with your girlfriend that you're supposed to work with right afterwards. You should not have to be somewhere in this moment in time. You should be focusing on the fact that, like, you're about to do this. Right. No, I, I completely I completely agree. Like 
he definitely was giving real like he just wasn't connected to her no. in the scene like whatsoever no. it was just giving very much like I'm he was playing it almost to the point where it was like he was so shut off from her yes it was like uh no I ha we have to do this you know I don't hear what you're saying whatever yes. and it's like on one hand that could be played and it could work. Yeah. However, it like you have to almost kind of be emotionally open, but not emotionally open. Yes. In order to make that scene work. And it just seemed like he was just completely disconnected instead oh, yeah, of being yeah. in the scene. He was he, just he, saying like, the lines. Jasmine himself was exactly. He was completely disconnected and then just saying the lines. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, that's yeah. the only thing. Cause I'm like, if, had he played it where it was like it was painting him yes to like not give her that energy back cuz he knew he loved her yes like if had he played it that way i think it would have worked like but because he, exactly. he didn't it just yeah the best way for me to describe it it was when leo knew kendrick's die and the motion he was playing that was what i was hoping for this but that was not giving that scene no, no. I wasn't really given like too much. Um, did you that he was so bland in how he he played like the the flashbacks of oh we can't be together because you know we're um you know uh we're part of great battle force. Which like I think it would have been cool if even though there's that rule, they still stay together. Like you, did you really have to be a stickler for the rules like that? I I could see. I could. Well, his see mom that. was the freaking commander. The one who wrote the rules. Still, he was in love with that girl. Well, well, yeah. At least that's yeah. what that was. What was written on paper and didn't really. <laughs> Damn. Ouch. But was on paper. I feel like they could have uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Um I feel like them writing it that way that he's a stickler for the rules. It could have been more interesting if it was played differently and if he was given the opportunity to play it differently. But at the same time, also, I think it would have been cool if he would have just tried to keep his relationship going. And then, um, you know, his mom could have found out about it. But I guess it really would like we really wouldn't have seen it play out until the the second season. But I don't, I don't think that the real Roxy was still working for Grid Battle Force. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because like even when we seeing the like the actual real Roxy come back, I mean, let's be very clear. They did not seem like they were together. Like, even though right, they were they, supposed to be together at that point, right. they still didn't seem like they were together. Right, right. And we didn't, yeah, we didn't really get too many, we didn't see too much of real Roxy. At all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, that's, that's, yeah, that, uh, yeah, no, it, that's the that's the thing that really irritates me the most too. It's just like we had that one episode where he goes ape shit, no pun intended, and you know completely overheats, and 
Um, that was the same episode where Roxy accused him of cheating, which I'm like, if had they were they were given the liberties to actually go there, it could have been a really good episode. But they really tried to make it seem like the way they the the moral because you know they had they have to put morals on shit all the time. The moral of this episode was so trash that I was like, Who was it? Y'all are gaslighting. <laughs> You said, what, what was it? What was it? The moral of the episode was try not to basically um, make sure you have all the information before make before making an assumption, basically. Uh-huh. And to me, in this in this instance, in this episode, it was so gaslighting to me because it's like, how would you feel? <laughs> If your partner literally is getting messages from a random woman and they refuse to tell you what the heck is going on, that is the part that is like, what the fuck? I totally understand the message of what they're trying to what they're trying to give. And if had they played it away in a way to where Roxy blew up on on Ravi without giving up getting all the facts. That would have been different. But the fact that she literally asked him in a calm voice, like she asked him very nicely, hey, who is this person? And literally, he blows up on her. Hmm. He acts guilty. So it's like, if you if if he if this woman was, you know, just a random woman who had a painting and was just trying to contact him. Why didn't he just go ahead and answer his answer her question? It was simple. It was just if had he just been honest, open and honest, and went ahead and answered her question the first time, she would have had no reason to think that he was cheating on her. Point blank. Like the whole episode was so gaslighting, and it was written to make to make um to make Roxy look like the villain in the episode to make her look like the bad person like she's just completely overreacting and i'm like no because if had it happened to me i would have reacted the same way roxy did i would have done the exact same thing i'm like oh this episode is gaslighting as hell i'm like it's obvious a man probably wrote this like (laughs) like, (laughs) i need to figure out who wrote this episode actually because i'm pretty sure it was a man that wrote this because it was just like what the fuck like (laughs) Like that episode was terrible. Let's see here. So, story by Becca Barnes and Alwindell. Okay, teleplay John Hartman. So yes, men wrote this episode. <laughs> it makes perfect sense that men wrote this episode. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense because this was written from the point of view of a man. It's giving very much like. Oh boy, women and their hormones, they're overreacting. <laughs> oh child, I don't like that. Oh, but anyway, enough about that, right? But no, um, aside from the couple that was, <laughs> because they clearly were the couple of that season. Um, honestly, I don't really Beast Morphers, to me, I would have been fine if no one actually was a couple in that season. Like, if they had no couples whatsoever, and everybody was just cool. I'd have been fine with that. Kind of like giving, like, Lightspeed Rescue. 
even though technically speaking, like I mean, they did kind of have a couple Kelsey and the um and the astronaut girl. They were mm-hmm. they were technically a couple. Well, they weren't a couple, but we all know they were. They were. They were a damn couple. <laughs> <laughs> They definitely were a couple, but you know, I mean, the show didn't allow them to be a couple at the time. Um, but yeah, aside from them, like there were no actual official couples, so I would have been happy if these morphers didn't have any couples in it because, like, they didn't that season didn't need it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lightspeed Rescue, you had, um, I really do wish that Kelsey did, like, actually be official with that girl. And then also Carter and Ryan. Because you can't tell me Carter and Ryan weren't, like, secretly, like, hanging out in the back and going off on, like, little, quote-unquote, solo missions. Like, come on. Like, because I'm telling you, the way Carter was hiding in the corner while Ryan was staring at himself in the mirror shirtless, I'm like, mm-hmm. you little freak. Sitting here being a voyeur on that band, like <laughs> not just sitting here being a voyeur, Carter. But who else? Like, what other couples from other seasons that you would be like? I wish they were a couple. Well, you and I have the same one. Well, I mean, Adam uh, that you can't tell me they're not a couple, like. In they're, my they're head, they are definitely. I just wish that it was official. Right, right. And when I said initially at the very beginning of the episode, couples that we wish we got, but upset at the ones that we did get, I was specifically talking about that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, specifically. I was, I was so upset in, um, in Turbo when we had... Uh, this is the wait and see episode, and there was, uh, I think it was Adam and Justin out at the park, and then they look at these two girls, and I'm like, why are you looking at another woman when you have one, Adam? I was so mad. Period. Period. <laughs> Sitting here looking at this, looking at this other woman, knowing you got Tanya over there in the corner. Don't do this. Don't do this. Shoot. No, for real, for real. I said the same thing. Like, there were so many instances where it was just so obvious. Like, I'm like, y'all could totally make Tanya and Adam a couple. Like, it, it, it had they done it, because the chemistry between them was so strong. Great, great. Yeah. Like, it was so strong, and it was so good. Like, that couple would have obviously been believable if had we got it. Like, that couple, we would have been, you would root for that couple, because it's just like, you didn't have Tanya constantly like screaming for Adam's help, like a certain somebody. And <laughs> like they're both badasses. No. Like they both badasses. They both can fight. Like they were the they were the couple. And also in like just their scenes by themselves. Like, for example, like one of my favorite moments with, with them together was at the very end of um a song song yellow. Oh, wait, uh, Song Sung Yellow. Is that the name of the episode? I, I think that's the name of the episode. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. right at the very end, Tanya turns down the record deal. And she tells her, she tells the other rangers, like, you know, I'd rather be with you guys and stuff like that. And at the end, they all hug. And then Adam goes and he, like, gives her, like, the biggest bear hug. I'm like, mm-hmm. see, this, 
This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like that they seemed... would have made the perfect couple. That seemed like that was an ad lib. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. That was totally an ad lib. Like they, yeah. It was supposed to be a moment where they kind of just were supposed to probably just all just like hug her all at the same time. But Adam came in there and was like, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and give her like a big bear hug. And it's like, yes, yes. And um, I remember uh, the, it was the game of honor when he, um, when he was getting ready for his big uh, tournament uh, fight against her ex uh Sean and um she was giving him a pep talk and then she called him sweetie at the end. <laughs> I was like that's yeah. And then oh, at the end hmm? that's what I thought you were gonna do. I thought I thought you were gonna mention yes, the end. Yeah. yeah and then at the end of the episode um uh Tanya and uh Sean finally made up because he was a just a jackass the entire time we knew him right <laughs> and, uh he um he apologized and she said you know it's all water under the bridge and gave him a hug and then adam was like all right break it up all right break it up <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that's the moment i thought you were going to reference because that's like my favorite moment in the world i'm like he's like stop touching my girl move move Go away. I'm like, yes, that is the kind of energy we want. Like, and that those are the kind of things that always made me think that they were the couple because it was just like, it was that type of like organic chemistry they had. And you can't tell me that they didn't have that. Like it was so good between those two. So I, I'm like, going back to what I said at the beginning of the episode, it's like, you know, can you know guys and girls be friends yes but also when you have chemistry like that you can't help but root for that for that that duo to be a couple like you can't help it because it's just like that kind of chemistry is way more than what tommy and cat was given you know what i'm saying because even though tommy and cat was the couple of that season I genuinely felt more of a connection between Tanya and Adam. Uh-huh. I felt the I felt the chemistry a lot more. I mean, literally, almost mm-hmm. every other episode you had Tanya and um, Tanya and Adam training with each other and doing all this other stuff, and it's just like um, you just had them training, but then you had like Cat and Tommy just being just awkward as hell. Like, just like, okay, like, and it, and it was a little it something. Was, it was crazy and terrible to see um him totally just ignore her, or, or um Tommy ignore Cat because he was never around. <laughs> oh, he definitely ignored the shit out of her. Like, <laughs> hell, he ignored the shit out of her and Zio. Apparently, <laughs> like, he lo- she loved it because she ended up marrying him. <laughs> right. Right. She's like, no, serious. I'm, I'm all here for it. Like, absolutely. I'm in my head. They were broken up in uh, once and always, and they're just like co-parenting. Honestly, really? In my That's head, awesome. they've been broken up, but no, they were definitely together once and always. 
Yeah, I did not get that they were broken up at all. Yeah, I didn't get that vibe because remember she was like, "Oh, Tommy," and she was like, "Look what happened to you!" Exactly. Oh, I'm just like I mean, that's the father of her child. Of her child. Listen, no. if uh, no, okay, so because <laughs> baby, I'm trying to tell you if y'all separated. And like, even though that's the father of your child, if we separated, I ain't gonna give a shit. Like, oh, I agree. You, you, you turn into a miniaturized toy. Oh, too bad. Oh, okay. Right. right. You have to remember, at the end of the day, when people are not together, they're not together for a reason. And mm-hmm. some people get nasty when you're not together. Like, yeah. So it was like, mm-mm. no, they I'm definitely were together. Lie. I can see, I can see Tom being real petty. Facts, facts, like, mm-mm. no, like they were, they were together, one hundred percent, they were together. And I mean, like, case in point, like that scene where literally, like, when the, um Billy and Zach literally lets her know, like, immediately when um when she first arrives to the command center. Yeah. Like, it was like her heart just dropped when she found out that Tom was captured. It was just like, oh, God. Like, you know? Like, like, oh, God, not again. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, like, it was giving real, like, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, like, she was all, like... But it's true. She's about though, to have a freaking Tommy, meltdown. Tommy literally be captured, like, all the freaking time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> It's giving real cat. You should be you should be used to this by now. Like, girl. <laughs> and that's probably why her reaction was exactly what it was. It was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. That was the vibe I was getting from her. She was definitely like, oh no, not again. <laughs> not again. But yeah, like, I mean, but that's the thing. I wish I we always... didn't get that couple. I really wish we didn't. I really didn't. I really wish we did not get that couple. Because my whole thing is I'm like. Honestly, I say this because, and not because I, I'm like a Tomberly stand. I'm really not. But to me, the more organic couple was Tommy and Kimberly. They were the more believable couple. So I understand a lot of fans being like, oh, well, I actually like, you know, Tommy and Kimberly more than I like Tommy and Kat. Completely understandable. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Totally understandable. But like the Tommy and Cat ship, it was so forced. And it was only forced there because obviously they just wanted Tommy to have somebody to be in a relationship with. But we didn't need it. Like we genuinely didn't need it because the show was going on just fine. Like <laughs> literally, it was going on just fine. Without having Tommy and Cat being in the being in a relationship, it was just fine. We didn't need that. So I don't know. Like it just to me, like I said, Zio probably would have been a lot better if had they focused their energy on Tommy and Ta- Tanya and Adam versus Tommy and Cat. I think that energy probably would have been a lot better. Um, and I feel like also too the show probably would have carried a little bit better too. Just in general, like, because I just never believed Kat and Tommy. I never believed them as a couple. Never did. Um, but now I will say, and I do hear some people ship this one a lot too. 
um, for for some odd reason, why do everybody? Why do it? Why does? Well, not everybody, but why are there some fans out there that really are trying to ship Aisha with Rocky? That's one when ship I, I don't really? see at all. Yes. Like, yeah. When I was wow. a kid, I actually, I kind of thought that. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why. I think because they were because <laughs> they were together a lot. <laughs> and um, I remember um, they were together when they got turned into kids. But then, like, upon looking back at it, I'm like, uh, I don't see it. I I never saw it. Like, I genu- genuinely, hey, I never saw that co- them I as never a couple. Saw that. No. Never. I never saw that. Like I always thought that the Stone Canyon that was the that was the clear example of they're just friends. Like oh, that, those three kids were just friends with each other. Cause like just I never that. saw Aisha ever looking at Adam and Rocky in that way. Like it was just like, eh, she's just kind of like, listen, those are my homies, those are my boys, and that's it, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. That is yeah. so cool that they thought that though. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> now what I would now honestly, I do think now this is just me, but I do think that and I think we might have said this before, but I think that if had Karen Ashley stayed on the show, Sean was supposed to be um Aisha's boyfriend. Oh. That's an oh, oh, I guess they would have given her Tanya's stories. Mm-hmm. I think that that is what is that that was what what was originally supposed to happen, in my humble opinion. And I only say this because both girl, both women are singers, and also we were introduced to Veronica in season three. Mm-hmm. Remember, because Aisha wanted to be a part of the Angel Grove, whatever sorority sisters, whatever the hell that thing was, mm-hmm. and Veronica was over it, but she was only picking girls that were rich, and apparently Aisha's family wasn't rich enough, so she was discriminating against them, and that was the first time that Aisha met Veronica, but mm-hmm. then literally in in Zio, Tanya met Veronica. And Veronica had beef with her. So it was already kind of like, first of all, it just seems like Veronica don't like other black girls. And I'm just like, girl, get a grip and stop stop playing. Like, <laughs> don't be that girl. But also, but also at the same time, like, to me, it would have made more sense for Aisha to have that beef and for Aisha to be kind of like ill when she seen Sean with Veronica, because her and Veronica already had beef with each other anyway. You see what I'm saying? So I think personally that storyline was written for Aisha, not for Tanya. It would have been interesting to see how she would have um, um, responded to her later on, because she was um really like like passive not maybe not passive but um kind of like submissive and like she just took 
that disrespect from her and like it made her feel bad. Whereas when Tanya dealt with it, she was just unbothered. But she was unbothered, I, but also at the same time, she was also not she was not feeling it either. She was just like Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah if, if she tried her, I feel like she would have given it to her. But right. that didn't seem like that was in Aisha at all. So it would have been interesting to see if she would have gotten to that point had they interacted again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I really I agree. wish they would have introduced Veronica sooner. I I I, I would have loved to have seen um how Trini would have reacted to her. I think it probably oh. would be similar to 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 Tanya. Honestly, no. I think it probably been similar to Aisha. To be honest. She seems tough. I always thought Trini Trini seemed tough. And I don't mean that as an insult to Aisha's character, but like like tougher. Like she honestly wouldn't, she wouldn't take no shit like that. Honestly, I always kind of felt like that was far fetched for Aisha to not take to um took what she took from Veronica. I I kind of thought that that was a little bit far fetched for her, to be truthfully honest. Because for her to be the type of go getter that she was, I never, I never really cared for the way that they portrayed her in that moment. I guess because I guess they were trying to be three dimensional. Because of course it's like, well, obviously in one way you could be this way, but if uh, but you wouldn't know how you would react to something if you're if you hadn't gone through it, and you know it's like we can all say, oh yeah, like they probably would respond this way or I would respond this way, but until you actually end the situation, you know what I'm saying, you wouldn't really necessarily know how you would necessarily respond. So I guess in that sense, maybe, but I always kind of felt like Aisha with the kind of like round the way girl that she was, I never thought that she would like, I hate to say it, but power. Power to Veronica. It's like, girl, who the fuck is she? I think that they were they were trying to give um her because of the episode, she was supposed to be, you know, so loving that if she would have gotten buck, it, it might have contradicted what they were trying to give off for that episode for that two-parter yeah and i mean oh but also at the same time would it i mean i see what you're saying and i agree but also let's take it a step further if had they actually did that i think that i think she probably would have gotten buck like if she would have not like not really get buck but like give her a little spice like you know like kind of like come at her a little bit like who are you talking to? You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like raise her chest at her a little bit. Like, who the fuck are you talking to? And like, then her she actually talking to her grandmother, and her grandmother. I think it probably would have. I don't think it would have necessarily hurt the episode or hurt the intention of the episode. But also at the same time, like I do kind of feel like they could have played it in a way where it was like she did kind of like be hateful towards her without being under a spell but of course they weren't going to do that because of course spells are the reasons why these these perfect people act you know act evil but i feel like that would have been a really good situation to actually have her get bucked and be like and then have her grandmother tell her like 
you know, there's a different way, there's a different way that you could have went about that instead of, you know, actually fighting hate with hate. You know? Mm. Um, that probably would have been a more deeper, impactful episode. But I mean, still, I understood where they were trying to get to it. And yeah, I think that with what you were saying, it probably would have may have been if they were to keep it that same way that you were talking about which is the way the episode actually went, it probably would have impacted it a little. It probably would have... It, the, the message probably wouldn't have gotten across the way that it should have. I, I think that um, it would have been great to see her, uh, you know, just show some, self, some self-respect. Because I, I think that that was, um, that was something that was so cool about um about Tanya. Um, you know, she stood up for herself in situations and uh it would have been cool if in that um in that episode she would have been able to it, it would have been a um like a way of showing self love because she's not gonna let somebody just belittle her like that. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. Like, that probably would have been something that they could have easily played the self-love card and also at the same time do, you know, the whole, like, you know, don't fight hate with hate message at the same time. Because it is doable. You can do it. Uh But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, they, I feel like, unfortunately, I do kind of feel like this show, especially back then, they were treading such a, they were trying to tell more advanced storylines, but trying to still make it a kid's show and trying to basically spell it out to where it's like, we don't want to be too adult, but at the same time, we do want to touch these issues with children. And, you know, I understood what they were trying to do, but also... If Patty just took it just a little step further, you know, it could have made it. I feel like it could have made an even bigger, an even bigger impact than what it did. Mm-hmm. You know, because the episode was already good. Don't get me wrong, because like I'm not gonna hold you. Like I definitely wanted to punch Veronica in the face, and so did Kimberly. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Kimberly was not having it. She was like, "Hey." Um, don't be talking to my friend like that. Like, what the fuck wrong with you? Kimberly was about to get bucked real fast. And I'm like, yes. See, that's the kind of energy we wanted. But yeah, I, I definitely think that um we should have seen that energy come from Aisha because like I always felt like Aisha had it. You know, she had that energy, but what for whatever reason, and I'm pretty sure, like you said, it was for the story. But I don't know. Like, I just always kind of felt like Aisha was that round the way girl that just wasn't going to take no shit. I mean, that's Karen in real life. So it's like, just kind of felt like Karen, Karen was going to bring that side of her character to it. But guess not. But, um, but yeah, um, in terms of other couples, like couples that weren't, that never that never was, but should have been. I would even say honestly, TJ and Cassie. They're uh, my other. 
They're my other ones. I don't like that because they were they were to me they were best friends. Like I, you talk I, about. I know. Oh, I, I I was gonna say I agree with Will. Like they were like best friends. They were definitely not giving couple vibes. Yeah, really? I was saying I was saying when you talk about um having great chemistry and it being platonic, I felt that for those two. I love their chemistry, but I I never got romance out of it. I never felt that. I just really? they were homies. Uh, I just always liked them together. I don't know why. I just liked them together. And I mean, it wasn't one of those things where it was like it was it wasn't really like a what if kind of thing like ooh like they should be together. But I was always kind of like, hmm, I wouldn't be mad if they if they did put them together. I would be mad at it. Now, did they? No. Am I mad at it? No. But also at the same time it's like that would have been. I think that would have been cute if they did put them together. I think it would have been cute. They were just like, oh, because like I always think of like that first episode where we first were introduced to them, and like how they were in the um the gift shop, and and Cassie was trying on all the like the hats and the glasses and stuff, and TJ was just basically like no to all of them. Like that that was so cute, and I'm like, oh, it's so cute. But yeah, I don't know, like. Well, y'all just shot my dreams down. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, I know other people, I have seen people online do this one too. People have tried to ship Damon and Corone together. No. Interesting. <laughs> I, I have seen that before. I've they seen that one too. Together. Well, maybe not a lot, but a couple of scenes together. But I don't. No, it's a no for me. Like I've seen it too, and I personally never understood it. I still don't understand it. It's a no for me. I don't see them as a couple. I think they're mm-hmm. like you know they they're friends, and then there's nothing wrong with that. No, mm-hmm. no, I agree. I agree. Like um, it's it's given very much like why the fuck are you trying to ship those two together of all people? Like they were only together in like one episode, right? Like it was just like And I think I guess when they were um teamed up they would just be next to each other. Like, right. in, like a fight line, fight pose line. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's like why? Like that's no. <laughs> they had that one episode where you know Corone was mad that Damon didn't beat the snot out that guy for stealing his idea. Like they had that one episode, and people were just like, "Yeah, they need to be a couple." No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. Um, there was uh, what was it? um another one um uh Tori and uh Cam. And I I don't I don't get that. Um, oh. I don't get that. No. The age, the age too. Right. Uh, I, I think for that one, um, their relationship reminds me of um of Cat and Billy. It's mm. did you ever see that like um it seemed like Cat really cared for Billy a lot. Yeah, not romantically, but like as as friends, um, that's what I got from um those two. I I see that, and like honestly, I didn't. 
It's interesting that you say that. I didn't think that until you said it just now. Because there, I remember the episode where um, where the hat was the uh, it was the episode where the Rangers were turning the bricks, and the mm-hmm. only one <laughs> it was season three, and Cat and Billy were the only ones that weren't, and Billy had to go and fight the brick monster by himself, while Cat tried to figure out how to um turn the Rangers back from bricks to humans again, and she figured it out that it was pollution that could break the bricks down. In that episode, she did kind of see, I I can see where you're going with it because I felt like Kat and please, people do not hate me, do not hate me for saying this, but Kat kind of became a trini, so to speak, because it seemed like she was following everything that Billy was saying and she was able to hang, hang with him in terms of like intellect. Mm-hmm. So like already I felt like that was something that they were trying to explore with her, I guess to try to like show show off her character, to try to show that like, oh, Pat is also really smart too, on top of being like pretty much everything else under the fucking sun. Like <laughs> she's also really smart. You know, so it's like oh, so she's not some dumb blonde. So that's kind of what it was given. Um, because you even saw a piece of that in um, Once and Always, too. Because she came up with the idea of um, using the giant magnet to trap the monsters. So, you know, with, with the help of Billy leading, you know, having that conversation, you know, she kind of came up with that solution. So it was rare that they did it, but they kind of showed like Cat and Billy kind of like being on the same wavelength. So I can see what you're saying about um about that. But you think that Tori had that same that same thing with Cam? Yeah. Um he seemed um I think he was or or she was his favorite member of the team because she was the most smart. And uh <laughs> and um yeah, like I, I, I love their chemistry, and I love how she, she really like seemed to have like respect for him. Mm. Um, I just, I, I liked, I liked seeing them together, in the scenes that we got from those two. Um, okay, if there were any other characters in the show that I wish were together but weren't. Um, aside from all of the gay ships that I be doing all the time, because I be I swear I be making gay ships like all the time. Hello, Zato and Ion. Um, <laughs> other than that, like just like for real, for real, like being like, oh, I really wish they were they were they were a couple. Um, I don't really think I I feel like that about any other any other Rangers. Um, like, yeah, I don't think I really see that with anybody else. I mean, like, there is that whole thing that I've heard people try to have that shit with Flynn and Gemma because of that one episode where um, oh, Flynn and Gemma were together. I don't, I, like, just what? I remember that, but I just, I don't see it. Me neither. Me neither. But, like, these are all ships that, like, people just are like, oh, my God, like, I want them together. And it's like, 
Uh, but is it that you want them together or but like it, what is it given? But it also leads to, but why though? Well, I mean, some people just really want these people together because like they just they seem like one episode where it's like, oh, they are <laughs> they're they're coupled because the episode warrants them to. So automatically people are like, ooh, let them become a couple. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, we're always trying to push for couples. We're always trying to push for something. And it's just like, but why? Why can't guys right. and girls just be friends? Oh, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I mean, like, I personally think that, yes, like, these are people who are just, most of the time, the characters have no real reason for being together. People just ship them together just because. It's like, oh, yeah, like, let's just put them together. <laughs> you know, like let's just put them together because they look cute together, or because they had that one episode where they had to fight together, or they had to figure something out together. And it's like, eh, but what else is there? Like, did they actually have chemistry with each other? Did was it more than once that they had the chemistry? Like, what was it given? And not like Jake and Gia, where Jake was just being fucking creepy. Not that kind of chemistry because. <laughs> That was definitely one-sided and Jake looked like a serial killer. But like everybody else just kind of seemed like it was organic and it made sense. Um, you know, and with some of those other ones, it just kind of seemed like people just were putting them together just because like, oh, it's a guy and a girl, so I want to put them together. That's kind of what it's given a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Aside from the occasional gay ships that I like to see, because people love um, putting together Rocky and Adam, and I'm like, they are definitely just both bros, but at the same time, like, in another world, it, <laughs> they do kind of make a cute couple. <laughs> they do kind of make a cute couple. I'm not gonna lie. Um... I'm trying to think another one. I mean, it was hinted, but it it had to end because of real life stuff. But I always like the chemistry with uh, Leon Kendricks. I wish that they were able to do more with that. It was hinted, but I feel like they would have probably did the same thing that they did with um with Kira uh, and Trent. Or well, or yeah, the, I mean the, all of them. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna yeah, say you're right. in particular in particular in that that little time period of um of late Saban era. I mean at least like at least the season before they gave Andrew Andros and Ashley were actually together. Um, yes. Even though some people would argue that they're that they were not together by the very end. Well not by the very end, but by the time that they um Came back for the special for not for the special for the team up. Some well, people we would argue that they were not together we, anymore. We wouldn't really have known because they didn't. We they weren't like next to each other at all. I don't think. No, they didn't. And, have and that's the reason why people would say like they're not together anymore. Because I have seen that too. People be like, mm, Ashley and Andrews aren't together anymore. I've never seen that before. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> um and I can't 
think I can't think of like I uh right now I can't think of anybody that I actually like wanted to see together. Um I guess it would have been it would have been cool if uh if Trini actually had somebody like sometimes I think about Trini and Jason. That would have been kind of interesting. <laughs> The only one, the only way I see Trini and Jason together are in the comics. That's like the only time I really honestly saw them being like together and that making sense. But for the show, nah, mm -mm, I don't see it. I never saw it, honestly. The, the couple that I was rooting for in terms of Trini was her and Richie. That's who I wanted. I'm like, Give me them two because the way they kept making googly eyes at each other all the time, I'm like, they deserve to be together. Like, and they would have made a really cute couple. So I'm just like, give us what we want. Give us what we give us what we want. And mm. of course, you know, they're like, well, I mean, we got to get rid of the characters. So I'm just like, fuck out of here. But and <clears throat> it would would have been nice to to have seen. Um, I'm I'm I can't well. It happened later on. I was going to say, I can't believe that Jason didn't have anybody, but it happened later on. Um, but it would have been nice to have seen Trini get somebody and Aisha get somebody. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> it is what it is at this point. It's like, well, they might have people. I mean, obviously you saw Trini did end up with somebody. It's just that, you know... They're just, you know, <laughs> whatever happened to them, we, we don't know whether, you know, dad died or what. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, Trini did have somebody because that's how she ended up with me. And <laughs> so, you know, and Aisha, Aisha probably still, you know, just doing her own thing. So whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, any other couples that you, you guys can think of? No, no. Um, there were some that they they actually did that I that I did enjoy. Like I liked Taylor and um, not Taylor. Um, oh my God, Tyler and Shelby. I liked. Um, West. No, they should have done um uh, Chase and Riley because Chase it was obviously yeah yeah that yeah. Was. <laughs> they yeah i almost forgot about them yeah like that was what was what was the nickname chili chile 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 yes like that was that was the couple of that season because the way riley was constantly up chase's ass it was just like oh gosh like you could tell Riley had the hots for Chase. He was like, "Ooh, I'm a little small town form boy, and I'm with the I'm with the city boy who's a skater. That's my type." Like, <laughs> he was like, "Ooh, I just found my type." Ooh, but yes, um, that was that was a cute couple. Uh, well, a cute non couple. I don't think there was anybody else that from other seasons that I actually shipped together like that. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else for me. 
Huh. Well, if you can think of anybody, we can go ahead and say them. And if you guys can think of anybody, like, please also, like, let us know. Well, but remember, we had Blake and Tori that supposed to be a couple, but then ended up not being a couple. I mean, oh, I, 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 I don't bring them up mainly because of that fact. <laughs> because it's like they definitely were for sure supposed to be in a supposed to be a couple like that was the intention same thing with kira and um kira and trent like they were supposed to be a couple they just dropped that shit and oh. they dropped it and i'm like yo disney that was weird but also too i'm pretty sure that was that whole thing of like oh boys don't want to see relationships Ugh. oh yes but, but we they can see it with kimberly and tommy right and, yeah, and also in in any other kids show you see relationships right. kissing i'm literally i'm watching x-men right now and you literally see uh gene and scott kissing each other all the yep. time like all what the are time. you talking about like gene and scott stayed with their tongues in each other's mouths like <laughs> it, it was just like it was all the time like come on now what i'm what i'm not what i'm wondering is if this new season of x-men 97 if they're gonna um if they're gonna actually have scott gene and rovereen in a throuple that's what i want to see well she's knocked up she might not be unless like it's already a thing i don't know Exactly. That's the fun part. Whose baby is it? Because if they end it, if they play the thruple storyline, oh baby. Like, and then find out that it's actually Wolverine's baby and not Scott's. What? Ooh, we love it. That's that's the kind of drama we need. Because Scott will lose his fucking mind. <laughs> Scott will lose his mind. I love it. But, yeah, I mean, like, these shows have relationships all the time. And it's just that Power Rangers is just so, like, so behind the times on a lot of things. Like, it's really behind. <laughs> and it always was. But they didn't have to keep certain tropes. Like, <laughs> kind of like, you know, just kind of keep it, kind of like erase some things. And I'm hoping that a new, the new version of the franchise, when they do decide to bring it back, I hope that they do actually decide not to, decide to break away from some of those things. Because it's like, certain decisions that they made just weren't, just didn't make sense. Like, they made no sense whatsoever, especially the whole, like, we can't have couples kissing because I'm sorry, that would have been the icing on the cake if had Jen and Wes kissed. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been the icing on the cake because you had that big moment where Jen turns around and she embraces Wes. If had, they, they, she landed a fat, sloppy, flat, a fat, sloppy tongue kiss on this mug. Oh my God! Not I mean, tongue all down his throat. Listen, listen. That's what the people want to see. Now, damn it, I would have loved to see it at, at my tender age of like 10, 10, 11, I think I was around that age. I think, but listen, I would have loved to see it. 
Okay. Loved it. But then again, I'm also like, I'm also non-binary. So <laughs> it's just kind of like, I guess I'm not like the quote unquote boy audience that they wanted. But still, I'm like, give people what they want. I wanted to see her land the most nastiest kiss on this man because she loved him. Why not? Why not? Why not? But they wanted to deprive us. That's what they wanted. They wanted to deprive us. They did not want us to see the greatness. But you, but you know what else we're being deprived of? Actual good-looking things. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom Boonger just came out with their trailer. And tell me, what do you guys think of it? <laughs> Um, it was nice to see what the actors are going to look like, but um, the suits are still ugly as hell. One thing I will say, it's funny you say that. So there's a lot of uh, conversation about the actors, it, particularly. Um, and it almost kind of seems like they're going, like they're picking actors that look like other people <laughs> from the franchise. And oh my like, God. Black looks like uh, Chance. Did you do you see it? He does kind of look like Chance a little. That's weird. He does. Now, granted, they did say that um, they were getting him confused with another actor from um, from Common Rider. So, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, he does kind of look like Chance Perez. Damn, that's crazy. That's I kind of see thought. it. That's what I thought the first time I saw it too. Okay. <laughs> Dang, that's weird. He does kind of like Chance. And he is the hottest one of the team, too, by the way. But It makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. But Pink actually looks like the actress that played Pink looks like a previous actress from Real Soldier, Real Soul Pink. So people are putting like side-by-side pictures of those two, and they actually do look alike. Same hairstyle, same same facial features like it looks almost like the same girl so (laughs) like a lot of people are calling attention to that um also i've noticed that no one is actually talking about the fact that orange is a guy and because that was the whole discourse originally people were being like is orange a girl is orange a guy like what is it giving and i'm like Literally, the whole time I was saying it, I was like, look, Orange is a guy. Like, I could tell because, like, this isn't because they were looking at his body movements and, like, the way he would, you know, like, express his express himself. And I'm like, y'all, y'all have got to get out of this Western mindset when you're talking about Japanese stuff. They do a lot of things differently. Like, a lot of body mannerisms that you think are ma- that you think are feminine are masculine over there. Like, it's extremely masculine. Like, that's just him being, like, a pretty boy. Like, oh, look at me. I'm so handsome. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna poke my hip out and do my hand like a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, that's their way of being, like, cool. And, like, oh, look at how cool I am. Look at how sassy I am. Like, that's their way of expressing themselves, their masculinity. Like... Is not going to be the same for us. So I automatically knew right then and there, like he was a that like that is a male character. But people were like, no, he might be done by 
binary or he might not be a male character. He might be a female. It's like, oh God, here we go. But anyway, um, so yeah, I like, let's just go ahead and get into these character profiles because I, I really want to know what you guys think, honestly. Because these profiles are freaking weird. So, <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> and plus the names are weird too. That's that's really what I want to get to. So, Red. Bun Red. His name is Tire Handle. Wow. What? <laughs> Tire Handle. These names are fucking hilarious. I will give them that. Like, these names are freaking funny. So his name is Tire Handle. Oh, Handle. Oh, wow. That yeah, but it, handle. it's pronounced Handle in Japanese, but it's Handle. All right. Go on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so here's his um his background. So he has a burning hot heart and is full of passion. <laughs> but... Stop, I want to hear. <laughs> burning red heart. Go on. Burning hot heart and is full of passion, but tends to hold it back. He is described as a reliable and trustworthy character. He's a car remodeler and car modder. He loves driving cars as well. Tyre is an all-around fighter who loves risks. His catchphrase is, that just makes it more fun when a situation is dire. That's a really if long catchphrase. say that in every episode. Wait, what? What are you saying? Is he about to say that in every episode? I hope not. That's I a really, really hope not. Long cast phrase. That's very similar to Zoe. We don't run from big problems. We fix them. <sighs> that just triggered me. But yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on, go on. So that's red. Blue is. Bun Blue is Ichiro Meter, as in meters on a car. Oh, he no. Is... <laughs> oh, no. I see where he's going now. Oh, no. That's why these names are so funny to me, because I'm like, every one of these names are puns. This is hilarious to me. I'm sorry. I, I'm. I, this is one thing of this of this show I am actually enjoying is the names because these names are terrible. <laughs> go on, go on. He is the informative car salesman of the main three. He carries a lot of general knowledge that Tyre often comes comes to him for. He keeps things extremely professional. In battle, he is quick to find an enemy's weakness. Ichiro is a pro sniper and works freelance. His catchphrase is. It can't be helped. He Shut has up. amazing vision as well. Are you telling me they're all going to have a catchphrase? I hope not. Oh, my God. Okay, go on. Go on. I can't wait any longer. <laughs> pink. One pink is shift mirror. <sighs> okay. <laughs> she's extremely bright and innocent and has a tendency to take off to places she finds interesting. She's also extremely skilled at driving and shouldn't be underestimated. Mira doesn't have a job. So she's 
So she's a scrub. Okay. She mm. constantly, <laughs> she's constantly in a new part-time, she's, she's constantly in new part-time jobs. She has a bad tendency of causing trouble on accident. She's a physical fighter who goes off instinct. I mean, all, that make that so doesn't make sense. No, all I can hear is I don't want no scrub. <laughs> right. No, seriously. Like she is definitely a scrub. Like that's all I can hear right now. Okay. How does she make a living? <laughs> I mean, you know what? It sounds like she runs off into different places. Maybe she's got an OnlyFans started. You know, we just don't know. I mean, listen, I'm I would just hope saying, not. Like, I can see some guys being like mechanics and girls. Yes, I'll pay for that shit. Oh, God. Or like, you know, cars and make like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and just have her just like take pictures posing on top of cars all the time. I mean, you know what? I've seen worse. Apparently, people pay for. Custy old socks. You know, oh, like that. yeah, that's, like, that's yeah, like people thing, do that. You know, like I mean, I'm not trying to get nobody's young, but that is kind of weird and gross. But yeah, yeah. So you we just don't know. I mean, that could be her <laughs> part time, like that could be her full time job that she didn't see as a as a job. But that's probably how she's making her living. But okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> the, these names are just killing me. These names are terrible. Bun Black. Is Joe Akuze or Axel? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> Axel, go on. He is not a part of the main three and uses a different changer. He is a cop for the city and also the show's comedic relief, as things tend to always happen to him. Joe, despite being comedic relief, is very serious and is a very serious and aggressive character. He just gets into comedic situations, but he's full force when it's time to fight. He uses the axe mode of the boom, boom, change, change axe primarily. So basically, he's a pig is what you're saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Uh, so the hot guy is the cop. All right. All right. Where is he supposed to be stationed in New York? What the heck? Anyway, so <laughs> no, seriously, because I'm telling you, all the cops in New York are sexy. It makes no sense. Like, I mean, like it's I was so weird. Gonna, I was just gonna say. I mean, like he'd be fine. So I mean, he can come to my city any day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so fucking weird. Like, especially around like what is it? Um, Times Square. Like the cops that hang around there. It's like. They live. I feel like they literally will station nothing but hot guys there just because they know they have tourists there. So they just want all their tourists to think, oh, wow, the cops are so handsome. I, wonder, like, I, I genuinely think that's what it is. I wonder if there's like a like, you know, like a like um like a conference or something where they're like, we need we need to like set it up where it's like, oh, you're hot, you're hot, you're hot, you're hot, you're not hot. You're not hot. Right. We'll just pick you in a brawl. Right. Like, <laughs> we'll throw you in a brawl. Like, oh my God. But okay, go on. And lastly, the mysterious Gimba break. No. As in break on a car. No. <laughs> and when there I hear mysterious, I think of the uh the one we did do together. What was that? Um what was that season called? Um Don Brothers? Yeah. 
Kind of reminds me of that that Blue Ranger where he's all like mysterious and shit. Oh no, this one like I think that there's something on the other side of him. Apparently, like I guess he's probably he might be double crossing or something. Allegedly, from his storyline, I don't know, but allegedly, the mysterious Gimba break. There isn't much actually revealed about his character. Even his actor doesn't know too much about him. He uses the same changer as Black and isn't a part of the main three. While Gimba is very elusive, he works at procurement shop and can get anything done. His fighting style even sounds suspicious. As it's described, he fights by taking advantage of his enemies. Is what? he secretly a villain? What? Yeah. What? That's yeah. the worst description I've ever gotten. <laughs> what yes that's how he fights he fights by taking advantage of his enemy what do you mean what that doesn't even make sense like what does he do tickle them or something like, okay, like <laughs> what, like, the what fact that they're like his fighting sounds suspicious like what do you mean suspicious like, what do you mean? He like stalks them by hanging it by hiding in the like, bushes or something? Like, <laughs> don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Like, what is happening right now? Like, is he a creep? Like, I, I'm so confused. Uh, I'm so confused. The not like, no, no. So, we yeah. saw the trailer, and everything about it is still ugly, it is even uglier in motion. Like, I didn't think it could get uglier in motion, but it was. Horrendous. Yeah, it's it, it like they 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 don't look good. Like the, the suits do not translate well. The helmets are still ugly as fuck. Um, I'm the villains. I thought, how, how they're seeing through that helmet, but whatever. No, seriously. I like. I mean, I'm not gonna hold you. Like, I thought it was gonna be another situation with like Tokuger, where the suits look bad, but the villains look amazing. Because that season, that's where we got um, Madame Noir, a.k.a. Um, um, what was um, Amelia's uh, mom name? Boy Queen. There we go. Santora. Um, Santora. Yes. That's where we got her from, from that season. And all the, all the villains from that season look absolutely fucking amazing. So I just knew. I was like, oh, this season is going to have, like, all the villains are going to look so fucking good. And, like... And they do they? don't look that good either. Like okay, because I, I was gonna say I didn't like them. Oh my god, what me was neither. Shoes for the Rangers. I thought that the boots were probably the cutest thing on those. On those, no, <laughs> they were giving like. So do you guys know Austin and Broom? Oh, who? So is this like stupid YouTuber, right? I'll just send you the photo. Anyways, it kind of reminds me of his shoes. It's so. Ugly. Yeah, they I mean, remind like, me of the Jungle Fury uh, sneakers. Yes, and uh, and honestly, like that's what I saw too. And I'm like, the only thing that throws me off on the on them if they were to take away those stupid wheels on the side of their their boots, I, I would be okay with them. But like. The wheels is what throw me off, but I didn't. I don't mind the boots, honestly. Like it's everything else that I mind. Like especially those freaking helmets. Those helmets are ugly. But 
Like everything else, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, but the boots I actually like. I think this season heavy on the boots because like that female villain, that one pink boot and one white boot. <laughs> eats. I'm sorry, it eats. I'm like, oh. And she's wearing thigh-high boots. Give them here. I love it. I love it. Like, she's the only villain. She's the only thing out of the entire show that made me go, oh, I actually like this. Granted, her design sucks. But those boots, they need <laughs> Like, <laughs> hands down, like, that, those are my favorite. Um, that male villain, don't care for. Apparently, that tiny car is supposed to be a baby. Don't care for that either. Like, it's just like, ew, this is... And apparently those that, like, the villains this time around are supposed to be, like, I guess, from what I've, from what I've read or from what people were saying, I guess they're supposed to be reminiscent to, like, Team Rocket. Or maybe have, like, a comparison between Team Rocket from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was just somebody just making, like, that kind of, like, you know, that kind of comparison. But I was like, now listen, if that is the case where they are kind of modeled after Team Rocket, that would be interesting to like see the Rangers constantly always like beat them up and have this like send them flying away. And then you see like three little twinkles in the sky as they fly away. That would be funny as hell. But for the most part, I'm just like, if it's not given that kind of slapstick humor, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Like they just look so. The villains don't look good to me. Like they just don't. They don't look good. I'm just. I'm not interested. I'm really not interested. Um. Like honestly, everything about this show, with this trailer, other than the little Grand Prix situation that they had going on, other than that, it just wasn't given. What did y'all think? Like, is it a chop? Or is it, or are y'all like interested? It sounds like it's a chop coming from y'all. Absolutely not. It's a chop for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I, I'm willing to watch the first episode at least to see what the vibe is, but just aesthetically, it is not pleasing. See the vibe. I mean, like, I feel like aesthetically, it's already like, <laughs> It's a no for me. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Like, it's just not. Uh, it's just not giving. It's not giving, and I mean, it's not giving to us, and apparently not to the Japanese kids either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I say this not because not in terms of the show because the show isn't even out yet, but apparently, according to Bandai's president. Um, as of late, as of recent, um, he talked about how these days people and kids are moving away from TV. He actually blames Super Sentai's decline sales and popularity to that fact. Um, and that came from Toy Journal of um this year, January 2004. And in this quote, he also says that Toy needs to find <laughs> new new ways to promote Super Sentai to the younger generation. Mm. 
The same thing could be said here for Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and just more um excerpts from the interview with Bandai president um cause the hero Takanaka. Basically, um, he said in the Toy Journal, the situation of Super Sentai seems to be very serious. This, the current situation is that the overall popularity has not increased. Compared with before, children today spend less time watching TV and their awareness of IPs such as Super Sentai has also declined. Therefore, it is very important to increase the contact points between children and IP. In addition to TV broadcasts, you can also use video website distribution, hold activities in nurseries and kindergartens, and enrich store sales activities to increase exposure and strive to attract children. Create opportunities that lead children to the TV. I hear what he's saying. Unfortunately, I disagree. <laughs> My thing is, right? Stop, and this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. I feel like this show has been out since the 1970s. Like Super Sentai. How many, how many years has Super Sentai been out officially? Like, I want to say we're on like, oh my God, like we're on season what like. 49, so almost 50 years. Hmm? I guess next next year will be the 50th. Yeah, next year will be the 50th year. Because it came out in 1975. Mm, mm, mm. So this is year 49. This show has been consistently airing for 49 years. They have never taken a break. Even Kamen Rider took a break. Because there was a big gap of time where there was no Common Rider episodes whatsoever. Even they took a break. It's just like, I get it. Pump this stuff out. Keep putting out new things. But it's like, y'all, y'all have done literally everything under the sun at this point. Like, literally everything. The storylines are starting to sound the same. They're starting to blend together. There's nothing new. There's nothing enticing. Like, you come up with the same crap. Like, it's... Like... I'm sorry, but... Y'all have got to find a way to really just... Like... it. How can I put it? It seems like... The fan, like the the franchise itself, they're like keep people just in general are just getting bored with the franchise now because you get the same things over and over and over and over and over. Case in point, like even the characters are the same. How many times have we always heard Red, the fiery, burning, passion guy who you know is very serious? Well, either very serious or he's. You know, he's this full of energy kind of guy. Like, we get the same archetypes every single season. Blue, the super serious guy. Pink, the fun, silly girl who probably needs to be on medication. Like, you know, it's just like we get the same ones every single season. And it's just like, come on, like, no shade, but like, 
sorry. Like, y'all keep putting out the same thing. So, of course, people are going to have fatigue. And it's just like, unless you do something a little bit different, like, actually, like, do something out of the box different, like, and not just, like, with the themes or, like, with, um, in terms of, like, the way it looks or the theme and stuff like that. No, I mean, like, literally do a almost completely different kind of show. Unless you do that, that's the only thing that's going to spark like a new interest. Almost kind of like how we're always talking about Power Rangers. Like, do something different. Do something new. I feel like Super Sentai needs to do the exact same thing because they're stuck in this revolving door of just putting out the same stuff over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And it's just like, I personally feel like that's the that that's the issue. It has nothing to do with like, oh, distribution and, you know, kids not watching TV. Kids will watch whatever they want to watch. You know, like, kids will watch TV, but you have to bring them there. You have to give them something that they want to watch. And honestly, like, as of late, no shade, but Resenta hasn't been that great. It really, it genuinely hasn't. It hasn't been that great. So that's my two cents. Like, what do y'all think? Like, do you think that Super Sentai is having that same issue that Power Rangers is having? Like, what do you think? I mean, the way that the I can't really talk about the quality because the only thing that I've watched was uh, Dom Brothers, and I watched like half of that. Fair. Uh, I know, like, aesthetically, I don't like the way that the suits look. I don't like the way the mecha looks. Um, Some of the special effects are janky. So I think they need kind of, they, they, yeah, they need, like, a revamp. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, like, like, clean house creatively and get new people on board. I don't know if they do that or not. I mean, they, they do like to revolve around and like keep it fresh in terms of like um, the um, the production staff and things of that nature. They do do that a lot, which I do find very interesting. And I wish that Power Rangers did that. But um, we like to keep things in-house and keep the same people over and over and over. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, that's why things just kind of seem like they're not changing or getting any better. Because um, I still say for the life of me, Eddie Gazillion was like the saving grace of Power Rangers RPM. Like because they got him, because if they would have gotten anybody else from like the original staff, and this is no shade of Judd Lynn or um or um what's that lady's name? Um oh gosh, what is her Jack- name? Huh? Jackie? Yes, Jackie Marchland. Um, you know. Any of, the, any of those people, any of the people that we love, like, granted, don't get me wrong, love them down, right? But if Harry were able to, like, swap out those people and just had fresh eyes almost every other season, how much would Power Rangers have benefited from that? You know what I'm saying? Like, having that fresh eye, having that fresh take, you know, seeing how oh, this show could actually have been done a little bit differently. You know, 
how creatively that would have impacted it. Because, you know, yes, we're taking the show, we're taking the same thing, like the, the motifs and everything from Japan, but look at how RPM was affected by that. Like, literally, RPM was a completely different show. Like, Eddie Gazillion wrote the fuck out of RPM. You know? So, you know, how would the show have benefited, just in general, by following the same thing that Japan did in terms of, like, swapping the two, you know, swapping out different um, different um, executive producers, you know, kind of seeing like, oh, like, if we take this person, this director out and put this director in, or, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff like that, I think the show would have probably, probably have um, been a little more interesting and probably had a little, had a little bit more um, chances of being different. And chances of having that fresh eye on things versus having just the same old, like, oh, we have to do this, we have to do that, this has to be the same, this has to be, you know. But to your point, I I agree. Like, there, just in general, I, I've, and I've said this before, in the same way I've said about Power Rangers, Super Sentai has been around for, 50, for oh, almost 50 years. Like, there needs to be at a point they just need to go, hey, <laughs> like we're gonna take a break and just kind of sit this out for a bit. Maybe they might do it after their 50th. I don't know. But they just need to just take a seat, just relax for a bit, be like, hey, we've been consecutively producing this show for 50 years. Let's sit our asses down real fast. And I think that that might actually benefit them more than hurt. Just my two cents. But I think it might benefit them. Well, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do have any um, any ships or anybody that you think that, you know, we, sh- we should talk about or we should have said, we should have mentioned, please let us know. Because I'm going to be honest, I forgot majority of them before we even started this episode. <laughs> Not even going to lie. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you do have any <laughs> ships, let us know. Um, and also, too, if you have any um, any thoughts on what we talked about tonight, please let us know as well. And as always, my name is Brandon. My name is Lena. And my name is Will. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.